Welcome to A Higher Branch, a source of practical and powerful information for busy people dedicated to boosting their personal health and professional performance. I'm your host, Sam McCall. Hello and a special welcome to all our listeners and a lot of new listeners who have joined us on this series, my 456 system for behavioral change made up of four daily rituals, five essential daily habits and six life hacks. Now, as we continue this series, we have already covered the four daily rituals and the first two of the essential daily habits. And if you are new to the series, I urge you to go back and listen to episode 99 called Is Reliance on Motivation Ruining Your Life, where we set the context and built the case for why this 456 system is important, why relying on systems rather than on motivation is much better for you to build a happier, healthier, and more fulfilled life. And in my experience, it is systems that work and reliance on motivation is fleeting. And uh, business certainly does not rely on motivation. It relies on workflows and systems, processes, and it should be no different in our life. Whether you wake up feeling great or wake up feeling down, it is systems that keep you on track. So sometimes motivation is good to start something, but it is systems that keeps you sticking with it. And that is the difference between what I see are people that achieve their goals and dreams and others who just meander through life. And this system that I'm sharing with you is one that I have personally lived by, certainly written about in my books, A Higher Branch, Guide to Greatness. And uh, I have taught in many previous events and workshops. And for those people that I've coached in the past, it is uh, something that they will be familiar with and know that it absolutely works because day by day you will notice that your effort compounds and then you start experiencing exponential growth in your life. So at first, it is tough to instill these rituals, habits and life hacks. But as you do so, you will find life getting easier and easier. And when I say easier and easier, it doesn't mean that you're not going to experience setbacks or disappointments or failures. It's that you will have the tool set to be able to deal with those and pretty much just go over the metaphorical speed hump quickly. So, okay, today we continue with essential habit number three. Before I reveal what that is, I just want to remind people, picture a pyramid. At the base of the pyramid is the four rituals. The second layer is the five habits, and the top layer is the six hacks. So it is important for you to know that you cannot sow these five new habits if you have not mastered the four essential daily rituals. They are the foundation for you to stack those habits. Then the habits become the foundation for you to infuse the six essential life hacks that I'm going to be sharing with you. Now, in previous episodes on this series, I've described in detail why I chose those four rituals. Well, in fact, the four rituals, it was very easy to build the case for those four rituals. But the five habits out of hundreds of habits that you can cultivate in your life I make the case as to why these five habits will have the biggest impact. And lastly, the the six life hacks. I mean, there's so many hacks out there to boost your energy, 
reduce your anxiety, boost your happiness. But these six life hacks that I'm going to share with you over the coming weeks are the ones that will have the biggest impact. Okay, so let's return then to this episode. And the essential habit number three is all about greetings and goodbyes. Now, why are greetings and goodbyes so important? And why is it such an important habit to cultivate? Because it sounds so simple, right? (laughs) And we take these things for granted. But greetings and farewells are an important catalyst between people and situations. It sets the tone. It sets the pace and the energy transfer between people. It is an impression you leave on people that either engages them or repels them, consciously or subconsciously. This is critical socially and even more so in business. It can be your secret weapon or your greatest weakness. And it is a relatively easy habit to implement and has the most powerful impact on all your personal and professional relationships. So in this episode, I will step you through how to cultivate this daily habit with your partner, with your family, with your friends, with your colleagues and your clients. So people get to experience the real you. And if there's one thing that I've learned in the last 30 years of practicing this series is that it is authenticity that people are drawn to. It is the real you. Now, I know I know some people listening might be thinking, hey, but I'm not charismatic or charming. In fact, I can be shy and awkward. Now, I'm not asking you to be fake when cultivating this habit of greetings and goodbyes. I'm asking you to master the art of greetings and goodbyes in a way that attracts people to you. Whether you are an introvert or an extrovert, whether you are forward or awkward, whether you're cheerful or reserved, talkative or observant, some of the most lovable people I know are in fact introverts. This is why I always default back to systems as the best way to live life because this habit as part of that system does not rely on you being a certain personality or having particular qualities or traits. Systems should apply whatever your qualities and characteristics are. Now, before I go into how to cultivate this habit, I want to first run some science by you. Now, psychologists have for many years confirmed that there is an energy transference between humans, which means people feel your energy first and hear what you have to say second, which is why greetings and goodbyes are so important. They are such an important part of that energy transference. You know, the ancient philosophers also declared that there is an invisible force that connect all humans and animals what they call a universal consciousness. We know it as the spirit, prana or chi. But more recently, microbiologists are now saying there is a cellular basis for it as well. Our microbiome or gut bacteria speak to each other and decide whether there is chemistry between us. Quite phenomenal, right? So what does that science mean for greetings and goodbyes? It means how you greet and bid farewell to people is an energy transference that leaves an impact, it leaves a memory, an emotion, a feeling. So let's kick off how you can cultivate the habit of greetings and goodbye for each of the people that you come across in life. Now, 
when it comes to the tree of love, let's talk about how you apply the habit of greeting and farewelling to your partner. Now, if you attended Upgrade Your Life 2019 and listened to Dr. Guy Winch, he mentioned it's in the little gestures. The research shows that lavish gifts are easily forgotten and mean very little compared to the compounding effect of small daily gestures, meaning small daily greetings and goodbyes. You need to get into the habit of kissing and hugging on seeing your partner and on saying goodbye. Absolutely one of the most essential habits that you can cultivate in your life. It will strengthen your relationship and build connection at a deep level. So on the tree of love, I want to leave you with this rule. It does not count if you don't look your partner in the eyes. The kiss needs to be on the lips and the hug needs to be full body. Every time you leave and every time you return, without fail, no exceptions, whether you are in a hurry or not, whether they reciprocate or not. And you need to back it up with loving words and a smile. So make it a commitment from this day onwards to greet your partner with a kiss and a hug and a beautiful comment. And for me, it's usually a compliment for my partner, Katrina. It could be something about what they've done or how they look for that day or something they did yesterday. Just letting them know that you noticed. And I promise you, watch your relationship transform. As Dr. Kai Wynn said, it's in the little things. Don't focus on the big gestures, just the little gestures. Okay, now let's look at how you can cultivate this habit when it comes to the tree of family. When it comes to family, the bottom line here is to greet and say goodbye to your family every time. Never, ever sneak out. Especially if you have children, it sends a message to your kids that they do not matter. Greetings and goodbyes make children also feel more emotionally secure, knowing that your absence is temporary and that you will be coming back. Really, really critical, especially if you have children under the age of nine, because the age of eight and nine is when children start to learn fear and have separation anxiety. And greetings and goodbyes absolutely is like their heart safety net. It just builds so much emotional security. So my message to you here is have a family meeting and tell your children it is important for the family to greet and say goodbye to each other. Make it a family rule. Now, if you haven't done this in a while, it's going to feel weird at first. But in a few days, it will start to feel natural and more importantly for your children, reassuring. It will fill your home with joy and love, even if you consider your home to be dysfunctional. And hey, what family unit doesn't have some element of dysfunction? But this habit of greetings and goodbye in the family dynamic is so, so powerful. Children love big hugs, especially big family group hugs. Okay, teenage children, not so much, but you can still insist on a small hug, even if it's one of those side hugs, you know, you get when they lean their shoulder into you. Young children also love secret handshakes as a way of saying hello and goodbye. So when it comes to the tree of family, then I want to leave you with this rule. Do not wait for your family members to come to you. If you enter the house, it is your cue to announce your entry and find your family members. Be playful. Be fun, be endearing. You know, walk in with, how is my gorgeous family tonight? 
Likewise, the second rule under the tree of family is if you leave the house, it is your responsibility to tell your family members that you are leaving. As I said right up front, don't leave the house secretly without announcing it. It sends the wrong message to your children. Okay, now let's look at how greetings and goodbyes applies to friends. Greeting friends should be done warmly with a smile and their name spoken out loud. That second bit is important. People love to hear their name. It is a primal trigger for them to get closer to you or to connect with you. It builds instant connection, especially if you have not seen them in a while. Now, you can also use terms of endearment for friends that you see often, phrases such as, hey, mate, or hey, buddy, hey, beautiful. The question is, should you kiss, touch, or hug? Now, if you know them well, then yes. Otherwise, this should be limited to people of the same gender. More discretion should be exercised with the opposite sex, whatever your heritage. An air kiss may be more suitable. You need to treat each friend individually. Some are affectionate and love a hug. Others are uncomfortable and prefer their private space. I know I do. I prefer my private space and I will only hug those that I know extremely well. Now, when saying goodbye to friends, always leave them with a compliment that is genuine and leaves an impact on them. A compliment says that you are paying attention to what they've done, how they look or what they've said, and it leaves them with a positive feeling that they will associate with you. And as I said, that will then make them more inclined to contact you, more inclined to follow up more inclined to be with you, to be around you, because they associate feeling good with being around you. And so those warm greetings and goodbyes are absolutely essential when it comes to friendships and the tree of friendship. Now let's look at the tree of work and your work colleagues and how do greetings and goodbyes apply there. Now handshakes are usually adequate. High fives is also okay in a team environment, but it is not appropriate to kiss colleagues unless you are longtime colleagues who have become friends and you are meeting at a social function outside of work. If you work in an office within a team, you need to make it your daily habit of greeting and saying goodbye to everyone in that team. If you are a manager, make sure you go up to everyone when you arrive at work. And likewise, say goodbye to each individual team member if you leave before they do. Because a work environment ultimately resembles a family one. And all relationships require a sense of recognition and connection. Greeting and farewelling your work colleagues will make them feel more valued. And that's what it's all about. At work, we need to feel valued. We need to be appreciated. And greetings and goodbyes is the best way, really, to start and end the day. Of course, praise and constructive feedback sandwiched in between those greetings and goodbyes should also reinforce that connection between you and the team. Okay, now let's look at your clients or customers. Yes, greetings and goodbyes also applies in those relationships. The bottom line here is to always leave an impression that you genuinely care. It's all about care. But you need to be professional at all times. Shaking hands with eye contact and a smile is the general rule here. A two-cheek European kiss is not appropriate unless they are a long-time client. A warm but professional greeting captures their attention and builds instant rapport. 
and saying something like, I was really looking forward to meeting you today. Also, a graceful and charming exit, likewise, will make you unforgettable. It is how you make them feel on exit. Now, I say something like this, I really enjoyed our meeting. Rest assured, I will always do my best for you. This, I promise. And something along those lines. I mean, make it your own. But the ultimate rule with customers on goodbyes is that it should never be hurried. But here are some other general rules that apply to any or all of the above relationships. Be present when you kiss or hug or shake hands. It never counts if you do not look the other person in the eye warmly. Looking away is a big no-no. Also, you need to be appropriate at all times. Never make too personal comments, especially in cases of divorce, bereavement or illness. And this rule applies even if you have teenage children or your children. Don't talk about them and make comments that will make them feel uncomfortable, like they are not present in the room. And I see some parents do that sometimes and you can see their child getting red faced thinking, hey, I told you this or you know about this in confidence and you shouldn't be sharing it. So that level of appropriateness also applies to your family. Now, another rule is if you are arriving home from work and in the wrong headspace, my advice here is stay in your car and do a brain dump in your diary to get your to-do list out of your head. When you write things down, things stop going round and round in your head, which means that you can connect with your family and be present without always having loose ends flying around your mind. That way you can switch off and greet your family from the heart. And that's what it's all about. It's about greeting warmly, greeting with feeling. Greetings and goodbyes is all about the emotion. It's not just about the mind. It's about the heart. It's connecting with people's hearts. Now, if you are at work and preoccupied when someone greets you, you need to bring your awareness to your breath. And I do this often if I am engrossed in what I'm doing in my office, but my office door is always open. And if someone comes in, the best way for me to actually switch from that task is to bring awareness to my breath. It brings me then to the present moment where I can switch my attention to them and greet them properly and listen attentively. And it's an important skill if you are a manager or a leader of any kind, not just at work, but we are also leaders in families. The next rule is back it up with words. Whether you are greeting or saying goodbye, words in conjunction with a kiss, hug or handshake makes it more personal. For example, whenever I'm leaving somewhere, I like saying, I love coming here. Now, this applies when visiting not only family, but also friends or things like you always make my day. That's something that I will say to friends and colleagues. The important thing is to make it genuine and make it appropriate depending on the closeness of the relationship. It always goes back to that condition, that qualification. You need to be appropriate. And to be appropriate, you need to be mindful. I, I love the Jane Austen era because... It was an era where people really thought before they actually opened their mouth and spoke. And it was all about being appropriate. Now, cultivating the habit of greetings and goodbyes can be difficult because remember what I said when I kicked off the series on habits. I said habits that get rewarded get repeated. Now, the reward of greetings and goodbyes to family members your partner, your friends, your colleagues, your clients or customers does yield a reward 
for you because it makes people feel good. It makes you feel good in the context of business. It leads to referral business or repeat business. So there is a reward there. But if you find it difficult, I want to teach you this trigger. Ask yourself this question whenever you are leaving that person. If this is the last time you get to see this person, how do you want them to remember your last interaction? When it comes to your partner, family or close friends, this question applies even more so. You never know what happens in life. I know this is a morbid thought, but knowing this helps make the effort to become more memorable. It puts your greetings or goodbyes into real perspective. It makes you put in a bigger effort. You know, it's your cue to look that person in the eye and think, if this is the last time I'm seeing this person, look at them in the eyes, whether it's your children or your partner. How do you want them to remember you? As I said, it can be a morbid thought, but hey, when you live with the notion that I could die tomorrow, it's amazing how it brings your life into perspective and makes you make every minute and every hour of your life count. Now, my promise to you is this. I know the habit of greetings and goodbyes is simple and appears unremarkable, but simple habits such as this need not be remarkable. The fact that it is ordinary should make it an easy habit to cultivate into your days. And I promise you, when you master the art of greetings and goodbyes, you will become unforgettable and you will bring joy to everyone around you, which is why it is in my top five habits that you need to cultivate to live a great life. Okay, so thank you again for listening to this week's episode as we continue this series on the four rituals, five habits and six life hacks. Next week, I will be presenting the fourth essential daily habit. And I promise you it is one that compounds on the first three habits I have already shared with you. It is one that people will notice about you immediately you walk into the room. And they will be saying things like, there is something different about you. Anyway, with that thought, thank you for listening. And as always, live consciously, my friends. 